I'm riding down Elvis Presley Boulevard. I'm riding down Elvis Presley Boulevard. Got the dog boot, the soft nigga in the heart. You could tell them crackers, they can go and get the dogs. I'm riding down Elvis Presley Boulevard. Riding down Elvis Presley Boulevard. Got the boy, got the girl, and I got the heart. Tell them pussy crackers, they could bring the dogs. I got Priscilla. And we are back. This is episode 21, serial 21 of the EPV broadcast. This is your girl, Anisha. I am joined by, as always, my fellow co-host, uh, Bridget, my boo. What up, boo? Ted, my other boo. What up, boo? Joe, my boo-boo. <laughs> and this week, we have a special guest. Uh, DJ Extraordinaire, mm-hmm. Uncle Shaggy, if you're, if you're <laughs> feeling funky today. Um, real good friend, my beige brother. Oh, love you. Uh, DJ Applejack, what's up? What up? What up? How y'all? Are we good? Hey. We good. So we just, you know, what we usually do is we go around and we just see how everybody been doing this week. So I always start with Bridget because I always want to know what my boo been up to oh. this week. So how you doing, boo? I'm doing good. Uh, busy, busy weekend. Went to a little cocktail party Friday. Um, Must I say you was looking lovely. Okay, so <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. That dress was lit, though. Oh, oh, shit. Shit. So let me tell you about the dress. I, I I could not fit that dress a week ago. I bought it and it was in my regular size, but it runs small. So when I put it on, I was like, oh shit, you take it back. I ain't got no time. What am I gonna do? Nigga with the hot yoga every day, twice a day. <laughs> I did. I did. I was like, I gotta rest with my yoga. And um, thankfully, I was able to fit that dress on Friday. No problems. I was able to eat and breathe and drink. <laughs> and then walk around and be comfortable. That's so, important. Who are you doing? Yes, you will. Hallelujah. Woo! But yeah, so, dress, though. Yes, right. thank you. Oh, thank you. But yeah, jam packed weekend. A lot of shit going on today. So, but Ted, what's up with you? I'm good, man. I'm a uh, same night as Bridget. I went to a black tie gala. It's the weekend for black tie events. Damn, he was looking crispy. I know, man. The white tuxedo chicken. Yeah, that old boomerang going on there. I was going to tell them call me quick from Hot Night. Oh, you should go me. But nah, man, I had a good time. And in the wake of our special guest, DJ Applejack and Anisha, it's a light skin revolution going on right here <laughs> with Steph Curry last night. <laughs> Happy Black History Month. Man, what? What's it's a light skin history month. I know, right? <laughs> Happy light skin Black History Month. I mean, right. Nothing but them vanilla thrillers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Jewel, what's going on, man? Man, shit! I was uh, it was a hard week at work last week. It's it's picking up. So, um, by the time Friday came, I was I saw y'all on the on the Instagram and the Snapchat, and I was like, you know what? Fuck this! So, I put on a t-shirt and some pajama pants, <laughs> and uh, slept in. Most I the only place I went yesterday last night. I went to go get something to eat, and that was it. I didn't I didn't go anywhere. Went to church this morning. It's pretty much been a t-shirt, 
pajama pants slash jogging pants slash jeans weekend. So you need them in there. Man, what ain't nothing wrong with that, brother? <clears throat> sometimes you need them, especially because the soccer season starting up. So I'm gonna be pretty much spending all my time at, at the damn stadium for the next uh, five or six months. So. Oh, wow. It's a long-ass season for you. Well, get your rest on. Mm-hmm. So. And our guest, Applejack, what's going on with you today, boo? How you doing? Oh, I'm good today, man. Um, I also, let me just give a shout-out to my girlfriend who just uh, completed the New Orleans Half Marathon. Oh, wow. Awesome. Congratulations, awesome. Nick. Yeah. I'm waiting, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting to see if she broke her personal record. She didn't say she did, so I don't know. But I'm hoping she did. She's probably too tired to be talking right now. But <laughs> I know so I can. I know I couldn't do it. Personal record means she's run one before, right? Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's Dang. her thing. She did. Oh, she yeah. did a half marathon. I think she did one in Detroit, one in yeah. New Jersey, one in Charlotte. She did two here. Wow. But, mm-hmm. I think Memphis is on her list of places to go to to, to um, run. So. Oh, oh. St. Jude Marathon, that's the big one, yeah. yeah. So she, yeah. I, I need her to sit down somewhere, to be honest. I'd be like, <laughs> you ain't even have me looking like I'm just some big fat ass, lazy, <laughs> shiftless. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that make, like, that make, that make light skinned people look bad. <laughs> we can't have that. No, man. Y'all, <laughs> I mean, y'all are the industry. I have I have done two five Ks thank to, with her guidance, so I I feel like I I accomplished a little bit. I'm trying to move up to a ten K. Once I get these five Ks under like forty minutes, I feel like I'll move up to the ten K. But it's rough, man. When you old That's like good, me, you got them basketball knees. Man, I feel you. Now, are you running these? Are you running and walking or what? I, I just try not to die, actually, is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's, a good, that's a good goal. I can go with that. Yeah, I, I do, too. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's all you want to do. You want to live. But no, I, 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 the first one I ran and walked. The second one I did more running. So And I still, and I still beat my time, so... Yeah, that's what's up. You gotta ease your way into it. Look at me coaching like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, like you, you know, you, you jacket join a curse or somebody. Yeah, nah, on the couch. No five K, nothing. You know what though? Like once you get out there, it's not that bad. Like when you see like the the inspiration for me though was like making sure like none of the old people beat me. (laughs) Damn. <laughs> so, no, and for real, like, cause it'd be a lot of like older people, and they be getting it. Yeah, I was like, oh, they doing the gym all the time. I'd be like, damn. I was like, I don't care if I got to dive across the finish line to beat this old man. <laughs> <laughs> you got hey. to be better than that. Come on. <laughs> no, I mean, no, for real, for real. Like a lot of them older people be out there doing it. Like, I mean, oh yeah, they do. So, like, that's. That's like, you know, you set your sights, like you find you find an old person or like a little kid to try to beat. Then you beat them. Then once you beat them, you get to the next. Now you look for somebody else that's kind of, you know, old and feeble and you want to beat them. Because you got to have some sort of inspiration. <laughs> Being old, old people and kids. Otherwise, otherwise, you just get to that watering station and post up. <laughs> 
But anyway, so yeah, we yeah. <laughs> my my. Yeah, hey, y'all, who else running? Y'all need something? <laughs> Since I'm here, y'all ain't got no, y'all ain't got no little crystal light package drama up in here or something. <laughs> Stuff needs some taste to it or something. <laughs> nah, but my week, man, my week for the most part been pretty good, man. Work, you know, you, I mean, as with most people that have jobs, sometimes you have to question uh, the competence of some of your coworkers, but. Yeah, they. Mm, bitch can. <laughs> but, you know, it's, I think we, I think we can all agree that it, that we are all thankful to have gainful employment, yeah. amen? But, amen. Amen. Cause there are some out there. It's Sunday. I feel like it's uh, it's some, cause it's some of us that they ain't able. That's Uh-oh, right. You finna start uh-huh. preaching. <laughs> some of y'all, some of y'all got degrees, two, three degrees. Don't even need a GED and still dropping fries, huh? <laughs> Come on here, church. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's. let's I'm done. I had a great week. I had a great week. You know, Good. Just, well, we're gonna. You know, <laughs> well, um, so as always, we pick a word of the week, and I know we hadn't been doing it lately because we, we couldn't think of anything, but we had to go back to the basics. Like, we really forgot an essential word. School <laughs> over <here> dance. <laughs> um, so the word of the week we chose was buck. And you know what? I didn't even do the Urban Dictionary because we already know what buck means, but. Absolutely. Just you know, because we have to. For our um, melody deficient friends, sometimes. Yes. So, uh, for Memphis, buck means you know, get crazy, get live, Absolutely. get loud, get stupid. But according to Urban Dictionary, and these are some good ones. Uh oh. <laughs> Woo. Um, slang for the act of fighting. Slang for disagreeing and feeling angry towards something. Slang for a young black man. Hmm. I guess that is true. It is. You heard my my say, what up, young book? Yeah, yeah. The rapper Young Book. Yeah, I guess. That is that is that is a term that had been used from way back in in the <laughs> in the slavery time. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was what they would call they would call a young black man, male that was very strong and virile. They would call him a buck. Buck. Slang for money, which yeah. Mm. No. Right. I mean, yeah, but no. But I love these examples. So one was like Ray was bucking at lunch. Oh. The okay. teacher says we have homework tonight. The person responds, I book. What? I don't know what that means. Please, please. That's that's a very there's there's nothing urban about that one. That's all white. If you buck like working the system. Please read it. I can't read it. Oh yeah, no, I got it. If you book, I'm finna beat your pussy ass up right now, little shawty. <laughs> That's I'm finna. Relevant. F I N T O. I love that. Fentu. That was added in 2004. That's amazing. Fentu, Fentu, really. That's somebody made that. Like we don't say that. Yes. Yeah. Always relevant. Always relevant. Well, this Always one. Relevant. I put. Oh, hold on. <laughs> it's also a sexual position where the woman lays on her back and raises her legs above her head. 
during sexual intercourse, she may rest her legs on the man's shoulders. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know they had a leg. I didn't know that. I just thought it was something you did. What it's called? Put that in the book. We getting educated all over the place. I have to have this one. Ghetto Boy One, which I, I don't know who writes these. Let's see who wrote this one. Man, what? Yeah, somebody named Pro 007. I like Nook if you book. Simply put, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> these people are crazy. Urban Dictionary is hilarious. It's always hilarious, but I I just didn't think that there would be this many. I, I really want to go back to this whole buck situation. I was totally... <laughs> I was totally unaware that that was what that was. I thought it was something totally different. I thought it was something totally... I just thought it was I, doing it. I, I, I didn't I know it had a name. Oh, no. Oh, no. To put someone in the book, like, that is the actual thing. Apparently but, so. But not... But what? how they define it was totally not what I thought it was. Okay, what did you think it was? I thought... Now, and see, now, here is, is where we wear my... You know, and this is, you know, all semantics here, but I always thought it was when you, uh, you know, you grab them from behind. Hmm. Uh, that's what I thought. That's what you... <laughs> I'm, I'm learning just saying. That's what I thought. Because so you mean all this time we've been doing the buck wrong? <laughs> <laughs> we've, been, we've been bucking incorrectly? <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm saved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit every day of my life. Hallelujah. Mm. Okay. Nisha slide whack. So, so what you're saying you is that you have been delivered? Delivered. <laughs> oh my God! Can we mention that this fool was coming out with an what album? Album. Yeah, and what's the name of the title? What's the title of it? It's Who are me to judge? Who are me to judge? Who are me to judge? AKA, the tagline should read, and the jokes just write themselves. <laughs> I'm finna find this shit. Wait a minute. Oh my God. Who, who are me to judge? How much is it on iTunes? Hold, hold that thought. It's going to be on iTunes. And he said it was on iTunes. He said it was on iTunes, Google, Google Apple. Yeah. That's what his little uh, day flyer look, look like, day party flyer thing. Yeah, who are me to judge? The God is, is saving you. It must be because <laughs> I can't find it. We were talking about it for a few days at least. Now, yeah. now, in all fairness, though, y'all, if somebody uh, uh, buy that, well, that uh, that one book that that sold like a million copies because she sold it for a dollar, some book called some about why am I with this nigga or something? Oh, okay, the journal, yeah, I seen that one. And mm. hey, if, if she can if she can sell a million copies, then I'm sure it, there's still hope for who I'm me to judge. <laughs> 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 Look at this nigga picture. Get the fuck out of here. I like how he does the. I don't like nothing. Do he still got them big old glasses on? Yes. Look like that. Yes. Look like that. Look like. Remember that one chicken that used to have them big glasses on on the car? <laughs> 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 yeah. I cannot with y'all. 
Oh my god, that's I'm, so stupid. I'm over pregnant without continuing to read these books. <laughs> <laughs> definition of book I had no idea about. It says it's a car containing leather seats and wood grain interior. But not only do they give you that definition, they give you a Pimp C verse to help define it. It says, and I know y'all remember this one, smoking out, hoeing up, keeping lean up in my cup, in my car, leather and wood, in my hood, we call it book. Had no idea. <laughs> had no idea. <laughs> had no idea. <sighs> I have been enlightened. <sighs> Wow. <laughs> I just said, wow. The, the hidden the hidden mysteries of the word book. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Wow. It is really evolved. I would, love, really? I would love to know if they might have some hieroglyphics with book. You never know. You never know at this point. Yeah, man. Well, we're finna go to our first break. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to do the barbecue pit, um, talk a little bit more to our special guest, Applejack, and just stay tuned. Uh, wanna hear my old shit? Buy my old albums. If you really love it, why I only sold thousands? By the grace of God, I made it out of housing. But I'm still Coney out styling. Wild as a stallion and cocky. Had to go Rambo to get my wrist rocky. Cheddar drink broccoli. That's what's on my palate and my rally. Wardrobe was war mode, then I got a stylist. Now you wanna smell, miss? Miss me. On the hardwood with a Knicks beat. Flick it up. Mellow drop 60. Shifty. Low down gritty in. I'm just doing this till my city is a shit again. Drop bow brothers, it was notable Make you a believer, my verse ain't get it quotable So fuck it, I'm over you, no fuck it, I'm overdue None of y'all better, bar for bar, line for line to the letter I came from EBT, made it on the BET F-U-S-C, MTV, MP3, vinyl and CD All off the P-E-N, now six days on SXM And I'm just getting started You can hit the target or fill out applications for target You want one, I'm off it, probably run the forfeit How you post a score versus tour and not Raw shit, all shit, I'm still beasting the boss. Flow still Malik and Jamal. Still body any beat that I'm on. Any street that I'm on, I'm a sight still. Shine like a million dollar light bill. Even Bump B, no, I'm tight, trail type ill. Might steal your missus. Treat it like a full course meal and do the dishes. Scratch off my wish list, add to my fuck it list. Name an MC that can fuck with this. Probably have to add to your bucket list. Bucket this, blam. That's the only way you can body me, fam. Pardon me, damn, I gotta go. Board and take a load to clap the Shit up some more, y'all. Go, go, go. Me and my man's on a war tour With the crowd screaming for more tour And Tigolo on the assist, he's the orator You can count on just like a scoreboard But what the fuck you keeping score for When the L is imminent Scrimmaging against you effeminate Niggas in boy shorts Kitten heel rap scratching up the floorboards In a top hat, you rap niggas is boy George I attack tracks with more force And more anger than a gangster In a Russian divorce court mad Cause his wife is going after his stored porch So she can make some more borscht Then he really wanna call her a bid, but if you call her a bid, the judge gon' tell him that he's a poor sport. Respect my mind. I testify that on the track, your favorite rapper will get left behind. Like he got a F in a core course, not hit a lollygag. I specialize in body bags, and if we in the streets, motherfucker autograph. The only signature that I need is 4-4, so I can run a muck. I just lay low in the buck. I don't really claim to be a tough guy, but never been the shook type. Last name look like first name fuck. I raised in the Marley Mar era, so you better call Saul and tell Saul to call Paul Bearers. Just a little tigolo will make it all better, so fuck the radio station and all the call letters. Cause my rhyme commodities go off like IDs. 
Lines go over your head and stay there like the sword of Democles. Peace the Sky Zoo Odyssey and plus the old school, the Herx, the Bams, and the Toddy Tees. When I become a legend, just acknowledge me, fam. Pardon me, damn, I gotta go. Y'all clap shit up, I give it a standing O. And we are back. Ooh, I'm sorry. Damn, I forgot the mic was up there. Can't do that. Um, we are back with uh, DJ Applejack, and we're going to talk to him about Unhooked Generation, amongst other things. So uh, let's just get this done started. How you doing, Applejack, again? Oh, what up, little Bridge? Young Beige, what up? What's up, boo? What's up? What's up? Right. How y'all doing? Everybody good? Yeah, we Everybody good. good. So Absolutely. tell us a little bit about Unhooked Generation, Applejack. How did you get this started? Why did you get it started? All that good stuff. Well, I mean, Unhooked Generation really kind of was inspired by the, like the art scene in New York in the '80s, <clears throat> where basically like you had like the hip hop scene that was going on in the Bronx, and then of course the art culture that was happening in the, in the village, and like you had all of these like forerunners from fashion to food to art and of course then hip hop music and they were all like would converge at like clubs like the Roxy or you see them all at art galleries or you all see them at different little things where you know you had all of these forward thinking people that were sort of outcast from like normal society you know what I'm saying but they all kind of had that one that one thread in common that they were all kind of uh, kind of had this sort of rebellion so they all kind of join forces so I'm a generation for me how I, how I decided to incorporate it was just basically always being able to play music that wasn't necessarily the norm you know the, the music part and of course I definitely wanted to include fashion and film and art eventually that'll all come in in time as well but for right now you know with the party it's just basically playing good music that isn't always you know recognized or acknowledged you know like your hiatus coyotes and you know d'angelo kendrick lamar king etc etc but like treating it like for the people who like that stuff and don't really have a place to go to check it out that's what that's what our generation is all about and it's you know it's anybody like if you if you down with the vibe like this you know we just always we always welcome to come hang out and rock out hey you have one coming up in April, is that right? Or uh, you know what? I just had one in February. Okay. I mean, um, January for mm-hmm. Martin Luther King weekend, and then I'll probably do another one probably yeah in probably April. Okay. It's, it, I'm doing it quarterly here in Atlanta, so you know, in the months in between, I try to take it on the road if I can. Because mm. I do remember you did one up in New York, didn't you? No, I did. Um, I did. That was um, Donuts Off Forever. Okay. But I mean, you know, but I do take the brand everywhere I go. So that's what I thought. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. you've done some uh, t-shirts. I know a couple of us have bought yes. some t-shirts and sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. So and yes, so. I, and I'm so very grateful. Thank y'all so much. And thank oh, you. No yeah, we like oh, to support our thanks. own. I love to get a good t-shirt with somebody send me the link. Uh, we, will. Right. we will. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. I'm gonna tell you something I never did. Uh-oh. I never went to your website. Okay. 
New your website is awesome. Oh yeah, you ain't seen the look. It's like awesome. Yeah. Like, like I love the design. I don't know who did it. I was looking um, down here at the media person. Shout him out. That's my man Will Figgins, uh, from High Impact Multimedia. Uh I wish I knew how to if I knew his because it's spelled really f- funny on um on Twitter. So just somebody tweet me and then I'll I'll make sure I put that tweet on it. Okay. I mean, put his um put his um Twitter uh, address on. But yeah, he's dope. So for the people who don't know, what is your your website? It's uh it's the djapplejack.com and it's a p p l e j a c. No K. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I know that I first heard about you through um, our mutual friend Tanya Dyson, and yeah. I know that she's done she's worked on a project or two with you. Absolutely. And I think that was the first time that I had listened to you and I was like, okay, he is pretty dope. And I think when you first came down here and did a show and we actually got a chance to meet, I was like, okay, he hella dope and he hella nice. Like this fam, yeah, he funny as hell. Thank you. <laughs> he don't play about his basketball, yeah. Like he is like, seriously, I think like one show we read or you came when Zoe came one time and he was yeah. at the Rumble Room. We all sitting in the back watching Notre Dame play. I forgot what game. I forgot who they were playing. Oh, no, we were Notre Dame. Was, no, that was football. So we probably wasn't watching that. It, that had to be basketball. So it was North Carolina. North Carolina. We were yeah, watching them. Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, we were, it was North Carolina. Did you watch the game last night? I'm sorry. No comment. Okay. Oh. Um. <laughs> Okay. Hey, man, hey man, let me just say, in the last couple, last two or three years, them boys have given my blood pressure such a just man. They be wearing me out. Man, let me tell you, try being a Grizzlies fan. <laughs> Ain't no game won until the last minute of the game. Well, well, here, well, here, here, here's, here's where I, I will at least let you off the hook a little bit. But now, when it comes to professional basketball, I'm a diehard Laker fan. So damn, you've been going through it. Yeah, oh, as in the words of the great Martin Luther King, we have some difficult days ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Kobe finna retire now. Now, and hopefully, from what I'm hearing, uh, we're gonna make a we're gonna make a run at Durant in the off season. So that might that might be a little something. Yeah, but even if you make a run at Durant, y'all still got some stuff y'all yeah some positions y'all need to address. Well, it just well here the other part of it, man. The Western Conference is just too competitive. Yeah, it's it's gonna be hard for us to really. It's gonna be a minute before we contend again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So sorry. Uh, We've had some. We had a good run, man. We had a couple of good runs actually. So. Yeah, you did. Let's just pray Durant don't go to Golden State. Even though I don't think that I don't think he would want to go there. That would just be stupid. Be stupid, he wouldn't be the. He wouldn't be the man. Well, yeah. but the thing is, though. Oh no, you got. Great, he plays great team ball. He gonna get hit. Oh, I mean, no guy. It would just, yeah, it would be really. I mean, you gotta, you would have to guard every position. One through five. Yeah, I mean, and imagine because they got, they have certain certain packages where they have Draymond Green at the five. Five. Imagine. Shoot. Yeah, but I mean, and Draymond Green might be six seven. Imagine now you got all, an almost seven footer with Durant playing the five and can shoot from anywhere, and your center has to guard him. Hmm. It's yeah. a wrap. Oh, still, oh, it's, they gonna, it's gonna be straight video game numbers if, if he went to Golden State. 
crazy. I hope he don't do that because they already killing so. Nah, from what I hear, they I think L.A. is on his list, and I think they said that he might even want to go back home to D.C. to play with the Wizards. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Now, that wouldn't be a bad team. If they hold on to John Wall and Bradley Beal, that, would, that wouldn't be a bad combination. Put him at three, John Wall at the one, Bradley Beal at the two, that'd be a nice squad. They still did. They would still need a big man. And in the Eastern Conference, they could definitely, they would definitely have a, he'd have a better shot at, at getting to the finals again. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Because the Eastern Conference weak, y'all. <laughs> I just saw a video that was hilarious. Dude was on, uh, dude was playing NBA 2K on Xbox One. <laughs> he had Golden State Warriors. And he was shooting half court with Steph Curry and was missing. He said he wanted money back. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he couldn't do like real life. Like, like real life. <laughs> That's true. Okay. That is. I don't think they. I think that the new. I'm guessing when they do the 2K17. Video games are so cool now. They can do updates. They can do an update right now that can change all this. Really? Yeah. I'm going to show you how long it's been since I played a video game. Mm-hmm. The last sports video I uh, played was Technobo. I played Double Dribble. Technobo. Yes. Double Dribble. On Nintendo. <laughs> Blowing them cartridges out. Yes. Did I let my friend borrow and that nigga never did give it back? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck <Sorry>. him. <laughs> Your mama come in the room, you all pass that lighthead and blowing. <laughs> it just won't work. <laughs> then we just started cleaning them out with the alcohol swab. That's what we started doing. Uh, my homie used to put his in the refrigerator. <laughs> what? In the freezer. Yeah, he put them in the freezer. I don't know. For whatever reason, it always would work. Damn. Wish you would have known about that then. Oh, I mean. Yeah. See, Man, that is that is nothing but Negro ingenuity. <laughs> we are. It was a battery, so we are resourceful. Man, listen. I mean, I want to know who the first person was to put a battery in the freezer and figured out that it worked. Like, who, who was that man? I mean, clearly that, but like, who was? I mean, how does that even come to your head? Like, you know what? I wonder if I put this battery in the freezer. <laughs> For a whole 24 hours. Yeah. I can see though. I can see somebody taking the batteries out of their remote and be like, dang, he's just hot. Exactly. Let me put him in the freezer and cool him off. <laughs> and then let me see if they don't work. Like, man, this should be working for two weeks. See? It's been working better than it did at first. <laughs> I think I do this more often. Share the word, share the will. Man, listen. But yeah, so, man. So getting back to music, Applejack, when do you what made you want it to DJ? Man, um, I was 10 years old, man, and I heard this record called Jam Master J by Run DMC. And, I, you know, it, that record just really, it was like, yo, whatever this is he doing, like, I want to do this forever. And, I mean, you know, up to that point, you know, I, I first my first instrument I learned how to play was the drums when I was like three. And then my grandmother taught me, like, how to play the piano when I was like five or six. And so, like, that was, you know, at that point, like, I just used to, like, play along to records on at home. And that's how I taught myself how to play those instruments. So then when that record came out in DJing, like, I was like, yo, what's this? Like, this is crazy. And it's like, you're scr- like, you know, like, I was like, all you got to do is scratch a record. Mm. And so, like, I, like, you know, I fiddled around until I figured out like what it was he was actually doing i was like oh this is great 
until like you know I got like that real good whooping for scratching up my parents' record. <laughs> and here's the, here's the, here's the funny part. Like I'm like trying to show off. Like oh look what I can do, mom. Look what I can do, pop. And I, and I got the record and was like and they looking like what are you about to do? And I'm just like. <laughs> And next, next thing I know, it was Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, ten years old, like that was that that record really inspired me to become a DJ. And like from then, then I think the next time I actually got a chance to do it in public was at my homie's uh, graduation party from seventh grade. And wow. I like begged and begged and begged and begged and begged and begged and begged the DJ that was DJing, like, let me get up there, I can do it, I can do it. And I got up there and like I froze up. And I was like, and so like I didn't DJ like I didn't DJ again in public till I was like maybe 14 or 15, but I had, you know, I had my confidence up by then. But, I mean, there's so many inspirational moments that I had as a DJ, like, because back then it wasn't like you was really getting inspired watching DJs, like, like the inspiration for DJing came from listening to records because there was always some DJ doing a new scratch that you like wanted to, to learn. So, but yeah, 10 years old, I was, that was what really started me doing, doing DJing. And a lot of your mixes um, that you do are really more from like a soulful funk or just like a, a, a cooler vibe than what we were, what, we would usually be accustomed to. Um, I know I love, like, I think you've done, like, a CV Wonder mix. Um, that was really good. Uh, James Brown was uh, good. Yeah. So, I, I like the way that you go back and, you know, you go a little bit further back than just, like, 80s hip-hop, like, or what people tend to think of as, like, the foundation of DJing. You take it a step further, and I think that's really good. Like, that's I love a lot of your little mixes. I think I still have one um, on my uh, iPod that I listen to. So thank you. Well, mm -hmm. I mean that just comes from like knowing the foundation of hip hop for real. Like, I mean the foundation of rap music. Yeah, that's probably like the '80s. And really, like, I mean, if you want to take it for real, for real, like the first hip hop record that I would say was probably King Tim the Third, which was '78. And that's before Rapper's Delight, which was 79. But I mean, before that, like, you know, people rapped over breakbeats or and breakbeats could come from anywhere. It could be a rock record, it could be a funk record, it could be a jazz record, it could be anything. So I think that when you DJ from the standpoint of just wanting to always play good music, it, it kind of keeps you from being in that box. You definitely do break outside of the box quite often. So, mm -hmm. do you have anything that you're working on now for like release for like the public, or are you just, you know, like another little album or mixtape or a volume? Something? Actually, actually, uh, funny you should mention it. Like, I just got off the phone like earlier this morning with this guy in Australia who's looking to like release a lot of, of stuff that that I've done over the years. So, like. Hopefully sometime this year, those will start kind of rolling out. Um, he actually wants to release playing favorites on vinyl. Which Yay! Oh, that's so... Oh, that was a good one. That was which, actually one of my favorites. Thank you. 
that so yeah it's probably it's gonna be uh, he wants to do like a limited edition uh, of a 10 inch vinyl so hopefully I can convince him to do like maybe a colored vinyl or like some special kooky looking vinyl or something too that um, I'm also actually getting ready to start on playing favorites too um, which okay. um, yeah I'm taking a different approach this time like last time I just did like you know did some cover tunes but this time like I'm gonna like it's called like playing favorites to a different side of house and I'm actually gonna like get my jazz trio on and we're gonna do like like straight up acoustic jazz covers of some of my favorite house records mm. Mm. and you. so yeah and and I am actually once I'm done here I actually need I gotta call Frank McComb and see if he will agree to do one of the records for me Hmm. Um, Daniel Crawford, I think Daniel Crawford is going to probably play on a couple. Um, I'm reaching out to Deborah Bond. Um, oh, man. Uh, Monica Blair. Oh. Yeah, and the, the record that I want to do with her is going to be kind of along those lines. So, and I'm going I'm to just, I'm going to turn off the lights. Give her a candle, put her in the booth, let her do her thing. Okay. <laughs> we got Ted over here being a little special, a little special. But no, it's, she's she's amazing. Oh yeah, she is amazing. It's a lot of people. Yeah, that record is cold blooded, man. Oh yeah. That's I mean, a lot of people like you know that I have kind of slated. Then I also have a hip hop record that I, I want to do this year. Um, just because I haven't made any hip hop in a long time, and there's a lot of people who's like, yo, they didn't even like people don't even know I make hip hop, and I was like, that was what I started. So, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna do that. Um, wait a minute, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Uh, oh, um, um, I just I just like compiled a lot of stuff that because I'm getting ready, I think I'm getting ready to take my SoundCloud page down because them flags, man, they get on my nerves. Oh yes. Man, I heard they are bankrupt and it may not be too much longer that they will exist. So right. yeah. but so what I did was I took a lot of the stuff that a lot of people were like, you know, didn't get a chance to download. They're like, yo, we didn't get a chance to download and we really, really like it. And I put some uh, some newer stuff up there on, on my bandcamp page, which is applejack.bandcamp.com. And it's I compiled them on this thing called Yeah That Guy. Um yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was like a bunch of different things I remixed. Some, some that were on my SoundCloud cloud page and some that weren't. And so the most recent thing that I think that I did is on there. I did a remix, house remix for, uh, oh God, what? Uh, Disclosure for, mm -hmm. that, for that song Latch. So I did a house mix of that and got my man, um, Daniel Crawford to, he, I played the roads and he played acoustic piano and he really, really laced it nice, man. Like, it's real nice. So, I mean, that and really just, you know what I'm saying? I just did a, a uh, mix for Fusicology for Valentine's Day weekend. Okay. Um, it was called For Love's Sake and all the songs in the mix had uh, the word love in the title. So, that was a real, that was really fun to do. Um, you know, it's about time for me to put out another Shecky Sunday Cool Out compilation. Yes, it is. I look forward to those. And I just, you know, the weather wasn't cold enough to do what I really wanted to do, which is like, you know, some nice little snuggling music. 
it just never got cold enough to do it. So I think I might wait till spring to try to do some real springy stuff for, for everybody to enjoy. Yeah, I look forward to those, especially the summer ones. And then when the summer hit, I let my moon roof out. <laughs> Cut your Applejack summer dread on. Yeah, <laughs> man, I just, I just try to, oh, oh, yeah. I have, You know what? Did I do a summer man this last year? I think you did. Hold on. For for um soul bounce, I can't remember, man. It's like I think you did. I think you did too. Mm-hmm. Cause I I saved it on my SoundCloud. Oh okay. Well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you like well, I sure did. Yeah, <laughs> I mean sometimes, man, just you know, it's, it gets to be, I be like forgetting a lot of stuff sometimes. Yeah, you got a lot going on. You do. It sounds like a lot. That's good. That's see, good. yeah, it sounds like yeah. a lot. It is. Now, uh, for our people who don't know where to find you, we need you to just go ahead and do a, a name drop of all the social media sites that they can find you outside of DJAppleJack.com. Absolutely. Um, it's DJ Applejack on Twitter, DJ Applejack on Instagram, DJ Applejack on Facebook. That's DJ A-P-P-L-E-J-A-C. Look at that. Look how easy that is. Yeah, that's all uniformity. Yeah, well, you know what? I had, uh, you know what? My girlfriend, who's she's a marketing person, she was like, "That's what." She was like, "Why is why is all of this stuff so different? You need to make all of it the same." So I was like, "Doing this," but then it's like, you know, <laughs> like I was like, "All right, let me just do it," and then like it really, it, you know, you find it, it really does make a difference. What is that? What did that sound like? She was what? She was right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I have no, I, I have no problem. I have no problem giving credit where it's due. She was definitely right. Good. Oh, that's so nice. Well, we are going well, to. Where's ask- she wrong? <laughs> well, I be shmoney dancing all over the place. Right? <laughs> you was right only a week ago. Week ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um. Yeah, no, it's, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really excited. I mean, I'm trying to do more traveling. <clears throat> but, you know, trying to do, no, really, I'm trying to do, and and, I, and Memphis is actually one of my favorite places to come. You, and and play it's here. one of the favorite places. Well, you know, we always love you when you come anyway. So we, I think I'm a, you know what? I'm a whisper in somebody's ear and we go see what we can do. You know, and, and I remember they used, you guys, uh, somebody used to do like an all vinyl party. Up there sometime? Hmm. What I have to find now. Okay, what that is? It was like somebody, I forget who it was, but somebody used to do like an all vinyl bar. I was like, I love to come there and do that. But it's all good. Like anytime I can come to Memphis and hang out with hang out with my people and play some good music, it's always a good time. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Okay, you still didn't tell me what a what an all vinyl party is. Um, what, I'm what, it is? Oh, like, what it is. What it is. Oh, where you only played records, like vinyl records, like album and 45, not CDs or tapes or vinyl. Records are made from vinyl. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was getting my jelly bean off. (laughs) And asking questions at the same time. I know, we we terrible over here, man. Don't, Don't pay us no, don't pay us no mind. Oh, that's all good. We just got used to our brand new mic and shit. This oh yeah, goddamn a uh, mice pissing on Cap Cotton in Georgia. <laughs> so oh. my bad. Oh no, it's all good. It's all good. You know, I thought you was over there. You know, with one of them old uh, 
one-ton corn dogs or something. God damn, after that. But what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and kick it to our next break. But when we come back, we want you to stay with us to do the rest of the uh, episode. And so when we come back, we're going to kick it over to our Mr. Pride Car Wash and Mm -hmm. just uh, get out unapologetic with everyone. So stay tuned. Metamorphic supernatural forces dominate what I see. A Gemini duality personalities always conflicted me. Oh, but don't be scared of me, girl. I can't explain. I know it's forbidden to you.
back with our next segment, the Mr. Pride Car Wash. And um, as we come to a close of this Black History Month in 2016, um, if you've been checking out the news or been on social media, there's been talk that this has quite possibly been the best Black History Month since Black History Month was established, which I don't know. It used to be Black History Week started about 30 years ago, 40 years ago. But they're saying that this quite possibly might be the best Black History Month ever. Um, we had a whole bunch of things to occur this past month. Um, first of all, you got your girl Beyonce turned Black Panther, <laughs> quietly releases uh, her track Information, which sent every Black woman in the uh, continental US into an uproar. Um, and then the very next day, she performs in the Super Bowl and she performs it. Comes out dressed like a, uh, with her dancers dressed like Black Panthers. Um, we also had Kendrick Lamar performing on the, on the Grammys. Come, he came out in chains, like he was uh, incarcerated and put on quite possibly one of the best performances I've ever seen on live TV. Like, I'm, and we talked about it a couple episodes ago. I'm not a huge Kendrick Lamar fan, but that joint was live. Like, that made me want to go back and, and re-listen to make sure I ain't missing it. <laughs> But uh, again, that performance was great. I mean, you can see uh, white people in the crowd, they just looked uncomfortable. But they <laughs> but they gave the obligatory standing ovation at the end because they felt like, if I don't stand up, am I racist? <laughs> but um, I mean, we've had the, uh, this year they continued the Oscar so white hashtag on Twitter. Um, they American Doll released the, uh, the uh, black dog from the civil rights era, era, which I thought, I don't know, how I felt about it, but the doll is actually really cute. I like, like I the doll. Was cute. Yeah, Tina doll. Mm, it's so very cute. She mm. got a little dress on, a little purse, and a little hat, like you know the women back in the Super Rights era used to wear. It's very cute. Um, but we've had a ton of things happen this month, and so we decided that um, for this segment we would just do a roundtable to discuss what our favorite moment of this 2016 Black History Month was. And so I'm gonna kick it to I'm gonna kick it to our guest. DJ Applejack, I'm gonna let, let you go first. DJ Applejack, I know you've had zero time to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> but off the top of your head, man, what happened this month that just, just made you smile and just say, man, I'm glad to be black? Um, well, honestly, it's anytime Plies post something on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you get more black or more unapologetic than that. <laughs> One of my personal favorites was his Don't Worry, Be Happy bit. I see, no, I, got, I got to go back to the Plies Instagram and look it up. Plies, that nigga just give you gems that you can't get nowhere else. Daily. Man. Daily. Man, listen, it's, it's, it's great stuff. That man is full of the word. He is, man. He's a funny dude. He's a funny dude. He's a funny looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Joel. What's up? Your favorite well, event for this Black History Month? What was it? What was it? Let us know. It, it's kind of a it, it's kind of a downer, but not really. Okay. So February 11th, we lost a, a true pioneer in uh, in the world of sports, uh, particularly college basketball, and uh, we we lost Jerry Tartanian. What? The white dudes about the town? Yes. From UNLV, the UNLV coach. Now, let me explain this for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it 
What? Okay. Let, let me explain. Okay, so back in when he was a when he was the head coach at Long Beach State before he took that UNLV job, um, back on the West Coast for colleges they had a they had an unwritten rule, and the unwritten rule said that you couldn't have no more than three um, three um, black basketball players on the court at one time. And mm. so when Jerry Tartanian took that job. He had a bunch of guys that were from, you know, South Central LA and, and from, you know, around those uh, those inner cities and, you know, from Compton, Watts, wherever. He was like, fuck it, I'm going to play the best five I'm going to play. Now, this was before, now this was a little bit after Don Haskins uh, won the national championship with the, uh, the all-black five from Texas Western. Jerry Tartania started winning. Now, he was getting all kind of, you know, hate mail and, 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 you know, school getting bomb threats and stuff like that. But he said, nope, I'm going to play the best five players I can get. So then he takes the UNLV job, took that same tradition there back in uh, 72. Eventually would, you know, go on to have one of the blackest college basketball teams ever. And <laughs> old UNLV teams, you know, Larry Johnson with the gold two from Texas. Stacey uh, <laughs> Allman. You know, Anthony Avent, Anderson Hunt, Greg Anthony, you know, I mean, he was, yeah, Armand Gilly. He had Lloyd Daniels there from New York. And uh, Lloyd, Lloyd Daniels, before he even, he didn't even get the chance to play because he got busted from uh, from uh, buying cocaine from an undercover cop. Damn. So, and before you had the, you That's know, the Mad Five and you know, had these North Carolina teams and all that. I mean, UNLV was the blackest college basketball team like ever to win a national championship, yeah, he didn't get any, it didn't get any blacker than that, and it was all because he took a chance on a whole bunch of inner city kids to come play basketball. So that's my black history uh, moment. And and Joe, it, and it's actually more historical than you think because he died last year. Yeah, that's why I was tripping. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> Take me back. <laughs> Take me back, dear Lord. Okay, so my second runner-up is... <laughs> we let that man get through the whole story. All right, okay, well, you know what? Duke, Duke from Rocky died the other day, so I know that happened the other day. It is so, it is so unceremonious. And, oh yeah, the dude from Rocky died. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> throw, throw her in the damn towel. I'm you throwing sure, in the towel. Who next? You, sure, you you read you read off the whole scroll for the white man who put on black players, and, and you get to the dude from Rocky. Oh, the dude well, from no, Rocky. I was died. saying that because I thought I really no. I'm gonna tell you. Okay, so I ran into no because I'm I'm gonna tell you. I ran into Anderson Hunt a few weeks ago, like maybe like two weeks ago. At this um, at this uh, MMA event we had here in Houston, so I was talking to him and he was just talking about like he was talking about Jerry Tartanian died like he just died. Tartanian, Tartanian, yeah, like he was talking about his coach like his coach had just died. So I'm like, all right, you know. We love you. You know what? I'm taking a break. <laughs> let me let me mute my microphone. 
tell me it's your like <laughs> We just finished being married. <laughs> Who next? <laughs> Nobody. We gotta get our together. Oh. I'ma go to your shoot. Even though I started off, I'ma go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we gonna get it together. <laughs> you know, you know when you be laughing so hard, you gotta think about something that make you mad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm real so hard. Oh, no. Okay, I'm good. I'm good, man. Okay. okay, you going next or yeah. you want me? Okay. 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 Oh. So I I just came. <laughs> I just came from church before I came here, and so um, when I was at church, they did this presentation uh, for the close of Black History Month with all the kids from the church, and they did this presentation about um, you know what being black was to them, and uh, just their perspective on the Black Lives Matter movement, and all the kids like were in this video. So at the end of the video, they closed the video by showing a um, clip of that moment in 2008 when. Um, it was announced that President Obama had one of the votes to become the next president. And then they introduced him and he walks out on stage with his wife and daughters. And then when I saw that, it just took me back to that moment when I was sitting on my couch watching me at home. And like, I ain't no emotional dude, but that moment was big. Um, I think for us as black people, I think, well, me personally, I'm gonna speak for myself, but there's always this idea like that racism will always exist. It's the fabric uh, from which this country was built. This country was built on racism. So I, in my perspective, I never see, in my, well, where I'm sitting, I never see it going away. It's always gonna be here. But I think as black people, we live for those moments where you can sit back and say, you know what? We making progress. And that was one of those moments for me. So my moment in uh, this month of black history was when uh, they did the, uh, the uh, bit on Twitter about all the different moments with Obama. Obama and kids, yeah, that was Obama so cute. Yes. And like, you scroll through and see how he interacts with the kids. And it just made me realize that, you know, in, in, a, in a few months, he's gonna be gone. And like, what we have, and we'll, you know, we we as black people love Obama, just just his 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 swag, I hate to use that word, because I hate that word, but just how he carries himself. Charisma. He's, he's, he's so charismatic, man, he's just, yeah. He just got it all. And when you see how he interacts with kids and people love him, I'm gonna miss that. And so my moment in black history was the, you know, the pictures of Obama and kids and him interacting. I thought that was just awesome. It was. Yeah. That was a good one. I appreciate it. Goodbye. You said we have. Oh my god. The eight years <laughs> don't quite match up to 400 years of slavery, but we'll try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Jesus, help. All right, Nisha, you go next. Okay, so. <laughs> don't start. I just stopped. My moment. It, it came back to her. I heard, I, it, she heard it again. She heard it again. <laughs> My moment for, um. Black history, because I thought about Obama and the kids, but then what I thought about most recently was Melissa Perry Harris and her having to walk off, walk away from her own talk show, uh, Nerdland, and just the um, the issue surrounding that. And I just thought that that was not only brave, I just, I, 
can you if you're in those same shoes can you imagine yourself doing that that takes a lot of courage and just a lot of you know what fuck you I'm going to walk away. This is not me. I'm not going to let you continue to make this be me. This is not who I am. This is not what I represent. I went to school for this. I have the background to be able to report on this and you got me doing this trivial bullshit. So that to me was, if that's not symbolic of just being unapologetically black and just being like, my fucks, this jar is empty. (laughs) I don't have any more to give you. Like that to me was just one of those. It's just, you know, enough is enough. And I'm just not gonna stand for it. Now, of course we might see some other things, but from what I've seen right now, it's just pretty much her like, that's not me. I'm not gonna continue to perpetuate this lie. I got to go. And she walked away. And I just think that that's, hell, I can't do that. I ain't in no financial position to do that. Mm-hmm. But to be able to do that and just have, you know, just her standards, her expectations of herself and what she represents, that's always what you need to be, you know, just stay true to yourself. And I just commend her on that. So that was my unapologetically black for this Black History Month. Some other ones, but that was a good one too. Ted took my Obama and the kids anyway. (laughs) That's okay, that was a good one now. So I'm rounding this joint out. You are, Bridget. Okay, so my favorite Black History uh, moment this month was the episode of Blackish and the one they did about police brutality this past Wednesday. Um, Blackish is the shit. And this season has just been on point from when they talked about how important Black barbershops are to the community and what they, you know, stand for to... um, what other poignant shit have they talked about? Oh, the one where he, you know, the one between him and his dad and how they raised their children differently to this episode, which was shit. <clears throat> um, it had the correct amount of amount of humor. It had it just it touched everything poignantly. It was great. It was awesome. I didn't think I would get so teary-eyed when um, Dre's character, Anthony um, Anderson, talked about when Obama first was elected and he got got out of their car and walked alongside the car and how every Black American felt. We just felt like, oh, this nigga don't get shot, please, (laughs) Jesus Lord, stay in the car. I ain't gonna lie, that's exactly how That's how everybody felt, everybody felt, but, yeah, that this scene right there almost brought me to tears because it was just too real. But uh, well, yeah, yeah. we appreciate you maintaining your thug at that time. <laughs> I, I maintain my thug because I am a thug. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> thug life on my chest. You gotta say, I am a thug. I am a thug. Get that thug clap. Word to trick daddy. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that was my favorite moment of Black History Month. Um, and I think so I think that the common thread among all of those is well, this maybe that's not necessarily the Blackish episode, but with Beyonce and Kendrick Lamar, mm. and, and, and even Melissa uh, Harris Perry. Like I think that there is a certain uh, theme there that says you will not take our dignity. Mm-hmm. And I think that they really decided to defend that and defend it at all costs. And they, I mean, they really felt like, well, I mean, at this point, what are you going to do? Right. And it's understanding your value. Like they know how much they're worth. Melissa Harris Perry knows 
her platform is huge. And she doesn't need MSNBC. Kendrick Lamar doesn't need anybody. Beyonce, they she doesn't need, need anybody. Beyonce got her own shit, right? Um, it's just so, at this point, so, yeah, yeah. It's about understanding your worth and knowing that they make money off of you because of what you do. So they need you. You don't need them. Word. And, and I thought it was really interesting how in both instances, even with Beyonce and Kendrick Lamar, I found it really interesting that they both tried to spend those performances as black people somehow saying, uh, instigating some sort of violence against police. And I was like, well, now at the end of the day, really all they did was tell the truth. Exactly. Now, I mean, in, I mean, and you know, and they used the platform that they had at the moment that they had it to say something meaningful. Right. You know, like it's oh, it's okay when nobody, no cameras are around, and they have thousands of people protesting. You can act like that; don't even matter. But now, in the platform where everybody's watching, and they, and you know, everybody's watching, and now they can bring light to something that's absolutely terrifying to black people. Now all of a sudden we picked the wrong time to talk about it. Well, any other time when we try to talk about it, it seems to be the wrong time to y'all too. Right. Uh-huh. So, all right, well, we're going to talk about it at the time you cannot help but listen. Damn right. Shit. That's real. And then they still be mad about it and say yeah. it's insinuating some type of violence. Get the fuck out of here. Folks still writing down thing pieces about Beyonce. And I'm like, she don't even talk about police brutality in the song at all. At all. She talked about it in her video. That little quick little snippet of Stop Killing Us and then um, the little boy that's dancing in front of the police. You can take from what you will about that. But he fucked up off that damn mind. And the, 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 the interesting thing that people have constantly pointed out after this whole incident is that it's uh, it's funny how white America's okay with Beyonce while she's shaking her ass mm. and doing all these dancing and singing about all this fun shit. Just, you know, having fun. And, you know, or when our thugs, I mean, not our thugs, but when our, our men call themselves the thugs and call women bitches and hoes, that's cool. We can do that. Right. But the minute you say something, you know, that, you know, stands up for your blackness and you take pride in who you are, then all of a sudden, hold up, hold up, you cross the line. Now. Right. It becomes anti white. Right. Mm. 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 Damn, we saw. What about the trap covers, man? I want to lighten up the mood. <laughs> Oh my god, I love the track well, you know what? about Mulan. That was so good. That that happened at the dab on it. And I ain't seen that one. Oh god, so that many. Good. It is so many. So Do you know what we're talking about, Alpha What was it again? The trap covers. You know, because there have been <clears throat> acoustic versions of Formation and Rihanna's work that what Black Twitter did in Black Twitter fashion mm-hmm. was do uh, trap covers of like popular songs like Hello. That mm-hmm. one was good. That one was good. Uh, oh, wow. Star yes, Spangled Banner. Um, I saw one of uh, uh, Vanessa Carlton's uh, Thousand, Thousand Miles. Oh, that one was good. That one was good. <laughs> that one was good. I was through. I it's was through. It sounds like I'm going to hear a whole lot of skirt. <laughs> uh, not, not really. Not really. Which oh. is good. Oh, the chick who did Mary Poppins. Kevin was like, I thought she was going to do some Migos. Like, super <laughs> Keller, Frederick, Luz, Esme, Ella, yeah. no, she didn't do it though, but it would have been good. They did one with SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes. Dog. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Is it is it a hashtag I can look up? Yes. yes. All you got to do is hashtag <laughs> trap covers. This shit is hilarious. It is. Absolutely. I'm going to check it that out. That was good. My nigga said, 
prep covers and just like sneaking in herbs and spices to a work potluck and fixing the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Who made the potato salad? Right. <laughs> That's got got that smoked paprika on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I taste Larry's in my season. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if a black person, if a white person can tell me they know what Larry's inside is, we're gonna be booze for life. You know what? You know what? I mean, All right. You put that on your chicken? What? <laughs> but any other moments? Poignant. Steph Curry, baby, from forty feet out last uh-huh. night. Black excellence. Like excellence. With no, with with absolutely no no strain, no stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guess it's time to win this one, guys. Yeah, we we played with them long enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'm gonna make it to the regular three point line. So let me just pull up. Here. <laughs> let me just throw it. This up is here. close enough. I like the meme where they got him shooting from the moon. Moon, yeah. <laughs> and that nigga crib walked at the at the end, man. Did y'all see? I knew, oh, hey, yeah. I, I can see him. I can see him doing thirty percent from the moon. Thirty percent from the moon. I can see him doing thirty percent from the moon. Easy. Yeah. If you factor in gravity, <laughs> if if they don't if they don't if they don't get him for one of the McDonald's commercials, remember how he said for Larry Bird and Michael Jordan? I'll yeah. shoot, shoot it from here. Yeah, like if they don't if somebody if McDonald's don't get him for that, like they are losing at life. So true. people from McDonald's, if you're listening, hey. Man, if you listen to sponsorship. Uh, sponsor uh, our podcast, my nigga. Let's start here first. I, I, probably, I probably won't sponsor you, say nigga. I, I, I fucked it up. My bad. McDonald's, McDonald's told they behind with me when they stopped making them fried pies. Oh, they showed me. The one with the, one with the flaky crust now. Not the, the one they got now. Yeah. Oh, I don't even the do them. The one with the flaky crust was fried. And somebody sued them because they burnt their mouth and they stopped making them. The only way, you, the only place you can get them now is overseas. Damn. That's where you get the better McDonald's food anyway. What is, I didn't eat McDonald's in years. I ain't. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. I was finna start cussing because I, I, I recently went and got McDonald's for my, for my kid. And I was in line for 20 goddamn minutes. What's the point of having two Fucking drive. <laughs> if you're gonna be in line for twenty minutes. Why you don't love Brian? Why you take him in that time? Because that's what he is. Damn, tell Brian to love himself. If you can't let you can't let him get a taste of he don't know he can miss. I was I was in the hurry. Y'all was at the Taj Mahal, wasn't you? <laughs> 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 that's all it is, man. Okay, hey, this we one use, back here, Ritzy. Yeah, we usually fuck with Chick fil A. Yeah. Well, not today. No, not today. Not today. Not today. No, not today. You got, you got nothing but disappointment for y'all at Chick Fil A today. <laughs> Damn, my clothes! I forgot. I was I was talking about that with some of my white friends, but it's always funny that the day you really want Chick Fil A is on Sunday. It is. Man, you be like, man, on the way to church, these doggone uh, them doggone chicken minutes would be on time. And you be like, oh shit, they close. Yeah. All right, Joe, you still there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm just trying to restore my dignity and my family name, so. He's over there fact checking for the pop tune segment. 
Oh, I'm fact checking. I got I got the album in hand, so I'm good. I'm good. Oh. All right, well, we're finna go <laughs> to our next break, and we'll come back with our pop tune segment. So stay tuned. <laughs> taking a really major hit, but I'm going to keep this uh, chicken wing from Popeye's real quick. And uh, we're here for our pop tune segment, ladies and gentlemen. So, of course, our pop tune segment is, you know, where we just pick a song or, or, you know, whether we're feeling at the moment, could be something new, could be something not new, but 
just something we're feeling for the week. So first up, we got Bridget. Yeah, I think everybody picked something old this time. But anyway, um, I picked Just Begun by um, Talia Kweli featuring Jay Electronica, Jay Poe, and Most Diff. Ain't no reason why I picked it. I'm just feeling this song at the time. The sun is shining. It was cold as hell earlier this week. And this just makes me feel good and warm and fuzzy on the inside. And I was just discussing with these uh, lovely people that this is probably the best J. Cole has spit on a track ever. ever. In life. <laughs> In life. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge J. Cole fan, but uh, I do prefer some of his earlier works. And uh, this is one of the features that features that I like them on. So, yeah, just begun. Talib Kweli. I think we got another Talia Kweli pick later. But anyway, um, <laughs> Applejack. Oh, yeah. Go, Applejack. Let's hear what you got. Oh, uh, the one I got is uh, like brand new. It's on um, Louis Vega's new album called Starring 28. Uh, it's a tune called Ain't No Stopping uh, by Louis Vega featuring Byron Stingley. Um, I mean, there's a lot of really good songs on the album. And I'm a little upset that it's only like four minutes and some change long, which typically means he's probably going to put out like an extended mix later that I'll have to buy again. Mm-hmm. But um, outside of that, though, like, I mean, it's a really great record. I think that, I mean, it's one of those records I can see a lot of the house DJs really playing a lot. Like I say, it's called Ain't No Stopping by Louis Vega featuring Byron Stingley from the Starring 28 album. All right. Uh, my selection this week was, surprise, surprise, I'd have to do one. Um, I chose from Playing Favorites. Apple oh, Jackson. Wow. I know, right? I know, totally embarrassing. Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> no, no. We don't do that, nigga. Now you need to get it together. Get it together. Get it together. <laughs> he turned red and everything. Uh, but the song that I chose was uh, Twice. Um, the uh, cover from a uh, was it Wool Dragons? Yeah. Uh, Carmen Rogers did it, yeah. and um, it was banging. Like that song, I played over and over again. On um, so, th- I mean, I love the entire playing favorites, but that was just my song that I played over and over again. It's a really good track. Uh, so you did a really good job with this one. Thank you very uh, much. Who's next? All right. I am next. And my pick, I'm the one who picked the additional Tyler and Kwame song. I decided to go with uh, Black Star. Um, with the close of Black History Month upon us, I decided to go with Respiration, one of my favorite Black Star tracks. Um, I, I, I remember falling in love with this uh, album in college and just sitting in my room thinking, man, these dudes are ridiculous. Uh, I think Tyler Kwame, uh what is this verse? It's, what is this verse say? It says, um, look in the skies for God, what you see besides the smog is broken dreams flying away on the wings of the obscene. But dude, I was just like, mm. and that was the day I think I fell in love with Talib and I just started like copying everything all Talib. Like I, I was waiting for Reflection Eternal and when you got quality and it was just like, he was just dropping hit, I mean, a hit album after hit album. Um, but yeah, so I went with Black Star's Respiration. And I think we got next is, is it Joel? It yep. is Joel. 
All right, so my pick was uh, off of uh, Michael Jackson's uh, Off the Wall album, um, the recent documentary that, that came on our Showtime, which I've now seen probably six times. Uh, but it's Michael Jackson's journey from Motown to Off the Wall. Uh, really, really good documentary that Spike Lee did. Uh, it's got a ton of people, but I decided to pick uh, um, off of that. And, and of course, I could have picked you know any number of things, but I decided to pick Get on the Floor. You know, you hear that bass line from uh, Lewis Johnson coming in. And I mean, the whole the whole track is just one of those, uh, you know, just really, really just great songs that, you know, because there were so many other great songs on that album kind of gets overlooked a little bit. But it's definitely one of my favorites. So uh, so we're going to end there. And so thanks, guys, for tuning in to us. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Pie Bean. And now on Stitcher. So we're on Stitcher now. So we can get your mom to complain whenever Stitcher goes down, uh, like <laughs> everybody else in the free world. But when Stitcher is up, you can catch us now on Stitcher. So I uh, really kind of have no excuse for tuning in. So thank you for DJ Applejack. Uh, Applejack, you said you wanted to give a, a quick shout out real quick. Oh, yeah. Real quick. Just want to say also, because, you know, and you know you you can't you can't you can't be a king without acknowledging your queen. And I do want to just give a quick little uh, pub for her new uh, website called Buy from a Black Woman, which basically um, is uh, trying to help uh, get support for black businesses, well, own businesses that are owned by black women, and trying to get everyone to uh, kind of support each other with that as well. And in keeping with Black History Month, I just wanted to put that out there that you know we do have black women. Uh, owning businesses and thriving and, and uh, also striving to get black women to support each other in their endeavors as well. Absolutely. And what's mm -hmm. the website address? Uh, buyfromablackwoman.com mm -hmm. And they also have a Facebook page I'm looking at currently. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, just for the guests, remember you can check them out. Uh, our guest DJ Applejack at djapplejack.com That's DJ a-P-P-L-E-J-A-C-N-O-K.com. And also you can check out some of his music at applejack.bandcamp.com. Thank you. We've seen the plugs out here by people. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, we out. We out this piece. All right, that's it. We've only just oh, yes, indeed. I like this. I like this. I like this. Hey, yo, hot chat. Do me a favor, man, speed it up a little bit. From the entry, you know I'm so influential Cause I'm glowing like a candle The focus is so essential, dog What you trying to get into? A steady to flow, ready to blow Like snotty tissue, they snitching like Donnie Brasco I'm counting like Monte Cristo The ghetto full of betrayal like Iago and Othello Your fellow neighbor will slay you They'll smoke you like cigarellos Police want that info to grill them like portobellos And murdering instrumentals Cause the rap with the conscious The villains, killers, and monsters So we're feeling the honest I'm still fulfilling the promise So nice to kill them with kindness Hitting like Muhammad Ali, you more like Tatiana. All this is probably karma. You dishonored the father, whether it's God Almighty or the Almighty Dollar. We follow the prophets like Islamics or the Dalai Lama. Your bullet points so hollow they could probably pierce body armor. Look in the scope, my people still in charge. Smile on my face, tears of a sad clown. Feeling out of place as I whistle a cab down. If I tip extra, can I huff a cig? Blow my smoke out the window, dropping ashes on the bridge. Uh, I'm in New York now, like Akeem and Simi was. Trying to get the lobby door open from a semi-buzz. 
I just wanna go to the slum and throw my money on the floor like the notorious bomb. Uh, build a home, teach a class, start a revolution. Free the mind, heal the body, talking evolution. This that black Elohim Anunnaki rap. That Farrakhan, Akeem Olajuwon, Gaddafi rap. I dedicate this to my niggas in New Orleans, rocking black and gold stocking caps and fleur de lis shocky hats. I'm in the courtroom screaming, who that on the devil? Serving gumbo with a shovel, dog. I'm on another level. Me and Kwali come together like two pieces of metal. We mag. Yeah, now here's the memo. I'm a rebel without a cause, a bezel without no flaws. And shorty, you straight, but you look way better without no draws. Let's sweat out this alcohol. Bet I'm about to ball and never let up. Look how I just crept up without applause. Fed up with all the frauds and left y'all without a job. The center of attention, this is clever. I'm Pal Gasol. Really, though, I'm LeBron. Really, don't got my mind on this new school of rappers. I would really go Columbine and throw up the diamond sign. Boy, you know I'm a shine. Flow is in Ramadan. Cause couple years ago the game had they pajamas on but now they on my dick man i should throw a condom on hey cause a nigga coming raw like i ain't got one on and i ain't stopping nor copping no please i just like a low squeeze dog i'm on a higher level i'm on top of nosebleeds niggas say they sick but when they rock they don't sneeze like the nigga on the block waving his glock but won't squeeze please Hold your applause until the ceremony end. Yours truly, truly blessed yet again. A noble patented super magic, abracadabra kid, mysterious master gem, black pan arrowhead with the long barrel stem and his apparel fresh. Harbor light shining out the black power grid with the black power grip and pure power don't power drip. Push the cellar ceiling up and make the tower tip. The Gladwell point the Babylon polish. All about nothing where it's all about the dollar. And mansions on the fault line of a shaky market. The devil at the dance hall, thirsty for a partner. Get off him. There is not a parcel or a portion or a measure of a fortune. More awesome, gorgeous. The funky four horsemen and one more with high tech on the score. One small, of course, you're welcome. Thanks, appreciation for your participation. Special dedication. Celebration, bitches.
Two whole cars. It was me, Dez, and me three, right? And on the first car, in small letters, it said, "All you see is," and then you know, big, big, you know, block silver letters that said, "Crime in the city," right? It just took up the whole yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. It was a whole car and shit. Then it was a, you know. Escúchela, la ciudad respirando. Escúchela, la ciudad respirando. Escúchela, la ciudad respirando. The new moon rode high in the crown of the metropolis, shining like who on top of this? People was tussling, arguing and bustling, gangsters of God thumb, hardcore hustling. I'm wrestling with words and ideas, my ears is prick, seeking what will transmit, the scribes can apply the transcript. Yo, this ain't no time where the usual is suitable, tonight alive, let's describe the inscrutable, the indisputable, we New York, the narcotics, straight in metal and fiber optics, we're mercenaries is paid to trade hot stock tips for profits, thirsty criminals, dick pockets, hard knuckles on the second hands of working class watches, skyscrapers is colossus, the cost of living is preposterous, stay alive, you play and die, no options, no Batman and Robin, can't tell between the cops and the robbers, Partners, they all heartless with no conscience. Back streets stay darkened, while unbelieving hearts stay hardened. My ego talent stay sharpened, like city lights stay throbbing. You either make a way or stay sobbing. The shiny apple is bruised but sweet, and if you choose to eat, you can lose your teeth. Many crews retreat, nightly news repeat. Who got shot down the lockdown? Spotlight the savages, NASDAQ averages. My narrative grows to explain its existence amidst the harbor lights which remain in the distance. So much on my mind that I can't recline. Blast the holes in the night till she bless sunshine. Breathe in, hail vapors from bright stars to shine. Breathe out, we smoke, retrace the skyline. Heard the bass ride out like an ancient maiden call. I can't take it, y'all. I can feel the city breathing, chest heaving against the Flesh of the evening, sigh before it died like the last train leaving. We've in deep city breaths, sitting on shitty steps. We stooped to new lows, hell froze the night the city slept. The beast crept through concrete jungles, communicating with one another and ghetto birds were waters fall from the hydras to the gutters. The beast walked the beats, but the beats we be making. You on the wrong side of the track, looking visibly shaken, taking in plungers, plunging the death that's painted by the numbers with crawl on the ply pressure. 
not just playing God, but having children by a lesser baby mother. But fuck it, we played against each other like puppets. Swearing you got pulled when the only pull you got is the wool over your eyes. Getting knowledge in jail like a blessing in disguise. Look in the skies for God, what you see besides the smog is broken dreams flying away in the wings of the obscene. Thoughts that people put in the air, places where you could get murdered over a glare. But everything is fair, it's a paradox we call reality. So keeping it real will make you a casualty of abnormal normality. Killers born naturally like Mickey and Mallory Not knowing the ways will get you capped like an NBA salary So cats BMC and to illustrate what we be seeing Hard to be a spiritual being when shit is shaking what you believe in The trees are growing in Brooklyn, seeds need to be planted I'm asking if y'all feel me and the crowd left me stranded My blood pressure boils and rose These New York niggas act to spoil their shows To the winners the spoils go, I take the L Transfer to the two, head to the gates New York life type trife, the Roman Empire State So much on my mind, I just can't recline Blast the holes in the night till she bless sunshine Breathe in and hail vapors from bright stars that shine Breathe out Green smoke retrace the skyline Yo, don't the bass ride out like an ancient mating call I can't take it, y'all I can feel the city breathing Chest heaving against the flesh of the evening Stop before it die like the last train leaving Yo, on the amen corner I stood looking at my former hood Felt this spirit in the wind, knew my friend was gone for good Through dirt on the casket, the hurt I couldn't mask it Mix it down, emotions, struggle I hadn't mastered I choreographed seven steps to heaven They held waiting to exhale and make the bread leaven Veteran of the Cold War, it's a guy I go for What I know or what's known So some days I take the bus home Just to touch home, from the crib I spent months gone Sat by the window with a clutch stone Listening to shorties cuss long Young girls with weak minds but they butt strong Tried to call or at least speak the Lord But didn't have a touchstone It's a dog and dog world, you got a much on Some of this land I must own Out of the city, they, they want us gone Tearing down the jacks, creating plush homes My circumstances between Cabrini and Love Jones Surrounded by hate, yet I love home Asked my guy how he thought traveling the world sound Found it hard to imagine he hadn't been past downtown It's deep the city breathing asleep, a reality I touch, but for me it's hard to keep. It's deep. I heard my man breathing asleep, a reality I touch, but for me it's hard to keep. So much on my mind, I just can't recline. Blast the holes in the night till she bless sunshine. Breathing the hell vapors from bright stars to shine. Breathe out, we smoke, retrace the skyline. Your heart of bass ride out like an ancient mating call. I can't take it, y'all. I can feel the city breathing, chest heaving against the flesh of the evening. Kiss the eyes goodbye. I'm on the last train leaving.